In the body, connective tissues bind structures together, form a framework and support for organs in the body as a whole. Every closed system has connective tissue, the human body, the biosphere, and the open marketplace alike. The Connective Tissue Podcast is an attempt to connect the philosophies, experts, and opinions that comprehensively encompass the five compounding Fs of life, fact, finance, fitness, family, and freedom. Together, we represent the connective tissues of life. Our intention is for you to use the information provided to contrast against your own walk of life to maximize every avenue of success, peace, and prosperity. No matter how you view it, movement is life. Remember, it's not like magic, it is magic. Eternally rhetorical, how do you move? I'm your co-host, Philip A. Croshan. And I'm your co-host, Garrett G. Mezzanotto. And together, we are the Connective Tissue Podcast. All right. Episode number two. Episode number two. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. I'm Philip A. Croshan. Garrett G. Mezzanotto. This is the Connective Tissue Podcast. All right. Nutrition, uh, a plant-based diet. That's what we're talking about today, guys. Are we talking plant-based diet or are we talking nutrition? Nutrition. Nutrition. Okay. Because you, you're on a plant-based diet right now. Yeah. I'm generally plant-based myself. Um, but what I don't want to do is promote this idea that there is no other way of eating. And the reason why I say that is because everything that exists exists for a reason it has purpose it has merit but have establishing a biological reference point meaning why we are alive um, will help us dose out how much we could or should have fair fair okay so how did you get on your plant-based diet. I mean, I kind of know, but you know what? This is a place, this is open sp space. I may not know some things. Um, bring me into your journey and I'll tap in myself. Uh, so, I mean, I've done plant-based in the, in the past, but I wasn't as educated as I am now. What is plant-based diet? I mean, things that are coming from the earth is what you're consuming, right? Mm -hmm. Exclusively? Uh, for the most part. I, I, I live a, a balanced lifestyle and I like to say my diet is very well balanced. I I don't, I'm not 100% plant-based. Fair enough. I would say maybe about once a week, every other week, I have some, yeah. some animal protein. I, I agree. Not necessarily that I'm having animal protein, but I am a conscious eater. I don't need, I really don't like the titles. Um, it's not that they're not any good, but, you know, everything within reason. Everything within reason. You're right. Um. I wouldn't say I'm on a diet. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I am a conscious eater. I'm eating the things that make me feel good. And for the last six weeks, I've been eating mostly nuts and seeds, uh, fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. and it makes me feel good. For example, I've seen, I mean, g extreme changes in my body for the better. Um, I feel like I'm healthier. I'm seeing better. I don't even need to use my glasses. I can see at night again. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, mentally, I'm, I have more clarity. I have more energy. I mean, we've been putting, putting, uh, I mean, pulling all nighters almost sleeping yeah. three, four hours, getting up at the training at five, still having energy throughout the day and not crashing. So I think the benefits are there. And I think I've made a decision that I'm going to live this lifestyle and, and eat mostly plant-based, but still enjoy my steak and, and eggs once in a while. Yeah. You know, you know I'm, I'm, um, plant-based 
probably about 98% of the time. And what I mean by that is I understand how to be fluid no matter where I am. Um, there is there is considerations for the life that I live amongst other people in society as well, like with my lady. You know, sometimes we go out to a restaurant or we're invited places and when in Rome, be in Rome. Um, but at the same time, what my fridge looks like is raw, dark green vegetables filled up to the tea. Drawers full of the rainbow when it comes to fruits. Uh, my cabinets, seeds, nuts. I drink a lot of water. And that's where I feel good. That's That diet there gives me the most access to my nutrients. It has the lowest thermogenic effect in, in terms of what it, what it costs me to break it down. The food is very bioavailable. Um, I started out actually, cu culturally, always kind of been plant-based person you know we we live in North America where we have a uh, we have a terrain that is that gives access to fresh vegetation in abundance so the way we are adapting to the atmosphere in terms of heat effect um, how we get our food we don't really need the the metabolic output uh, or we, we don't achieve the metabolic output necessary to eat the copious amounts of uh, animal meat that we do so fruits veggies seeds nuts that's what's abundant here that makes the most sense to eat but um uh, so i kind of always started there but at the same time there's enough ignorance in any culture well rather i say ignorance is enough variability in any <laughs> culture right um and then by the time I got into university, um, I contracted. It was actually my one of my biggest expenses, but greatest value add. I contracted this nutritionist named Natalie out in Birmingham, um, and I was getting right, getting ready for uh, Alabama football, and uh, I wanted to be my best. You know, I had a tryout coming up in the spring. Uh, been been my sec second semester on campus, uh, so I wanted to be my best and she really gave me understanding when it came to nutritional competency um, and that actually led me later on she's the biggest influence in me um, taking up a human nutrition minor and then actually going the registered dietitian route up until the point where i changed and got into kines okay what about you man uh, so i mean i've been a, i've been a bodybuilder um nationally qualified a couple of times I've done four shows, and I recently decided to hang them up last year. Um, this is my first attempt to get try to get leaner, cut, if you will, Yeah. Um, since my last show, which was May 26th of 2022. Um, that show, I actually took steroids, yeah. and I'm getting leaner and seeing faster progression now than I was when I was on, on gear, mm. and it's crazy because I, I'm not eating any animal protein. Um, the only supplement I'm taking is is protein and creatine. Other than that, I'm getting all my vitamins and, and necessary nutrients from um, plants. Yeah. Seeds, nuts, fruits, veggies. And uh, 
man, I feel great. I feel good. And, and I'm able to access my body now. Even though I was lean, I was shredded, I was getting peeled, you know. Um, I was I didn't feel like I had access or awareness of my body. I wasn't able to contract my core and my, my serratus anterior and to make my physique really appear its best. And now, now that I'm not bloated, I don't feel gassy, um, you know, sorry for the TMI, I'm having more frequent bowel movements. Uh, <laughs> I'm able to, to actually contract all these muscles in my core and it looks tighter, it looks better, and it, it not and it feels better. Yeah, you know, uh, and I have I don't have indigestion. So, um, those are s- just some of the benefits I've I've seen within the last six seven weeks of, of being plant based. Mostly, um, I would say I'm probably about ninety percent plant based, and I don't see myself ever getting back on gear. You know, we define gear for the listeners. Um, so gear is anabolic steroids, right? So this could be testosterone, trimbalin acetate, decadurabolin, anavar, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very becoming very popular in the bodybuilding community and just the fitness community in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there hasn't been a lot of transparency, you know, um, and, and because of social media stuff like that. So many people are on gear nowadays, and. I think that it's something that there should be sh- light shed on. Why um, so? Because so many people are using it. People are out there saying they're natural. There's so many physiques out there that are, you could tell are not natural and they're just claiming to be natural. Um, so I personally wanted to let people know that you can see crazy results naturally mm. if the nutrition is on point. Mm. Nutrition can be just as good as gear if not better in yeah. my opinion and you you really can only realize that if you're educated or if you've trialed and done trial and error right yeah i've done the trial i've done the air um i don't see myself ever going back and using it again even if i decide to do a, a bodybuilding show again mm-hmm. um no longer is that my passion anymore it's i think it's becoming a, a overhyped and an overrated industry but let's not get too deep into that but the reason why i brought up bodybuilding into gear is because this is the best transformation i've had it's the fastest transformation i've had and it's all due to being on a mostly plant-based diet yeah um the reason why i'm able to start contracting all these muscles and look better is because i have less perturbations due to the diet right yeah. do you want to kind of go into detail, detail i on think what that's a great pivot um so a perturbation, a neuromuscular perturbation at that is anything that decreases the rate of an action potential being delivered, right? So that, that's a nerve impulse. Um, the f- Think of the nervous system like a power line. And, or let's just think of an impulse is electricity. That's what needs to be known. Uh, action potential is electricity. And electricity will short out in an insulator. And think of adipose tissue, which is fat, as an insulator. So whether you are taking any type of anabolic steroid or not, um, it doesn't necessarily do do too much for decreasing the amount of 
adipose tissue and increasing the rate of impulse delivery. Okay. The minerals in your body are only found in the soil. And the minerals are necessary for EC coupling. EC coupling is the process of which a muscle contracts. Um, and when your mineral balance is corrected or as close to perfect as can be, the rate of delivery increases. So think of uh, an urban pulse is delivered at about 275 miles per hour, right? And it's from the brain to the muscle, back to the brain. It's like... Like that. Like that. Um, so when, when you are on a plant-based diet that has no waste, virtually no waste in it, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm emphasizing waste because where there is waste, the, the body can't necessarily breathe through it. And when you have that waste, the body starts laying fat patterns, adipose tissue, um, to stabilize the joints or protect the visceral organs, um, where otherwise the skeletal muscle would do. So it's superficial. It's superficial stability. It's a, it's a metabolic compensation. Okay. Right? So the plant-based diet, it reinforces the biomechanical stability um, and the protection of the visceral organs. Thus, the fat patterns are no longer needed because impulse to, the rate of impulse delivery goes up. Um, and we can actually get into this later on about how fashion influences posture and everything else because these belts, they'll cut into the muscle, they'll reduce the blood flow, reduce the rate at which the impulse delivered. So again, that's a perturbation. Now the body will begin to lay fat patterns here and it's hard for people to build their core. Yeah, so. man. I don't remember the last time I wore my belt. I mean, I've been, I should might as well take it out of my gym bag, man. <laughs> we, I haven't used it in, in months, yeah. you know, since, since I got on this diet, Yeah, not diet, but changed my, my way of thinking and my nutritional it's cool. uh, perspective. Di a diet is just your normal ordered eating patterns. So it's okay. You know, when we, and I think it's important that we define what diet actually means so we don't get stuck on um, being on these fad diets. Yeah, right? I mean, a fad diet's not going to give you consistency. Um, whatever your diet is, if you will, should be something that you enjoy. Right. Something that, that uh, aligns with your goals and something that, that you're not going to have to break. Or, well, you're going to get that. That diet is going to be full of nutrient-rich foods. Nutrient-rich foods. So let's talk nutrient-rich foods. What are some of those? Man, I mean, it's, there's so many, so many foods that have nutrients in them, right? <laughs> Basically, anything that has one ingredient, right? Right. Something that's not processed. Mm -hmm. um, so most recently, like for example, we we train in the morning, 5 a.m., but we're fasted. That way we're able to get rid of and utilize all of the, the nutrients that are still available within mm -hmm. us. And now we burn all of those extra calories off. Now I go home and, and I, I drink a shake. Um, my shake is, is protein. Um, I like to put cayenne pepper in it, ginger, really? turmeric, cinnamon. Um, I use almond milk. Um, I put blueberries, about a half a cup of blueberries, a whole banana, 
Um, and then I put about 100 grams of either spring bread, spinach, or kale, whatever I got in the fridge, basically. Oh, um, and it's honestly satisfying. Yeah. It's satiating. Yeah. Um, and it's nutrient-rich, not necessarily calorically-rich. I mean, if I broke down the macros, the thing is, is I haven't tracked calories. I haven't tracked macronutrients since I started this. You don't have to. You bro. don't got to because it's no nutrient-rich foods. Nutrient-rich, bite-available, no waste. Yeah. It's not calorically dense. Yeah. And that's why I don't have to track my macros. That's why I don't have to track calories. It doesn't matter because <laughs> there's no way I'm going to overeat my basal metabolic rate yeah. while consuming these foods. Yeah. I can eat as much as I want. Yeah. Huge, huge salads. I mean, those salads we ate yesterday with uh, when we went the out. The Mediterranean salad. They were huge, yeah, man. Uh, minus the feta that we kind of kicked off to the side. but <laughs> <laughs> um, And then the night before when we went out, once again, we got a Mediterranean salad, yeah. no feta. I mean, it, uh, man, most of the diet, I mean, after that, I eat a grapefruit. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really eat for a couple of hours. And I have um, some, either some pistachios, some cashews, some type of nuts. Yeah. And then I'm satiated for a while. Yeah. Um, and those healthy fats that are within the nuts are usually what keeps you satiated. So um, you had to create a list of nutrient-rich foods. I'll give you my list, right? I've said it already, but dark green leafy veggies. Yeah, there's going to be like kale, spinach, uh, broccoli, um, cilantro, mint, parsley. Um, man, so many things. You name it, right? You name it. Anything green, guys. <laughs> okay. So dark green leafy vegetables, fruit. Fruits. Uh, Eat the rainbow. Apples, pears, bananas, watermelons, melons, cantaloupe, uh, cherries, bananas. As long as it has seeds in it. As long as it has seeds in it, it's okay. It's a fruit. All right, so dark green leafy vegetables, fruits, seeds. Don't get it twisted, too. Tomatoes, peppers, uh, avocados. um, Frutas. Frutas. All those are fruits. All of those are fruits. All right. And then nuts and seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seed, flaxseed, hemp seed, mm. almonds, cashews. Which seeds have offer the most amount of what is considered protein? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Pumpkin seeds. Um, I like sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds are fire. Those are those are my go tos. Um, so is salted salted seeds are they okay? You better have some salted seeds every now and again. Why do we need salt? Again, minerals are necessary for EC coupling. So so salt doesn't give you high blood pressure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you set me up. Okay. So I'm just asking. Here's the thing. <laughs> for it, if you become hypernatremic Sure. What does that mean? Uh, just an elevated level of salt in oh, the blood. Okay. Right? It's as dangerous as being hyponatremic. Having a low level of salt in the blood. In fact, people have died from hyponatremia. So, um, to restrict yourself of all salts, it would, would be a um, would be reckless and potentially negligent for me in the potential in the position that I hold. But at the same time, for those who are already presenting with metabolic syndromes, such as um, hypertension, diabetes, mellitus 2, um, kidney disease, oh, renal, yeah, any type of renal failures, uh, 
Um, I'm not telling you to go over. Don't don't. It's I'm. Philip did not say go <laughs> crazy on salt. I'm telling you that it's a necessary mineral. It is a necessary mineral, and um, the body wants to be a homeostasis. And if you resh- if you extract it out of your diet completely, you're gonna find yourself in another problem that is generated from living life in extremes. Well, I mean, too much of anything and too little of anything is it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. So that's why we talk about balance. And, and, and let's go into detail. That's what homeostasis is. Yeah, homeostasis is when all the organ systems, all the musculoskeletal systems, um, the endocrine functions, when they are in balance, when they are in harmony with one another. That, that is, balance is, is the theme of health at every level. You know, so our our physical expression is we look at symmetry, right? We're just talking bodybuilding. That that is the the most important thing is symmetry, right? Well, that's balance. You're going to see symmetry established from a subset of homeostasis, but you also want your endocrine level, your hormones, you want that to be balanced. That's going to come from your food. So balance balance is everywhere, or at least it should be. Everywhere. It should be. Yeah. You should feel balanced. And the thing is, is I don't think you know what homeostasis is for your body unless you've been there or until you get there. Kind of like falling in love. You don't know until you know. You know? You don't know until you know. And that's what it is. And that's my, my reason on, on getting on uh, mostly plant-based diet and getting yeah. more balanced with my nutrition is everything is working better everything feels better everything well, is functioning better that's but i'm why, just not there yet i know it that's why we do the cleanse though the um we start out all of our clients who are dealing with who want any type of weight loss and uh, correcting type of metabolic syndrome we start them with the cleanse of homeostasis and cellular rejuvenation and basically what that entails is you you start off the um the first five days uh, mostly on dark green leafy vegetables um, and then up to seven days you start to include more fruits then from seven to ten now you have the dark green vegetables the fruits the seeds the nuts we even have like shakes and juices in there that are good for people um, and then from ten, from day 10 to day 20 you got a pretty full menu of dark green vegetables fruits seeds nuts the full array however you want to do it um and then day 21, you fast. And I've never had a client lose less than 12 pounds in 21 days. And I've had most of my clients who on average 20 pounds. And my best has been 30 pounds in 21 days. No caloric restriction. The only rules are you eat when you're hungry. Don't eat when you're not hungry. Drink one or two cups of water per hour that you're awake. Simple. And never had a problem. Never had a problem. But I have, you know what the biggest objection I get is? What? Where am I going to get my protein from? Man. So, most plant-based. So, when I was previously on my plant-based diet, uh, my wife Evelyn and I went on about a six-month plant-based diet uh, to prepare, well, for a couple of reasons, to solve some stomach issues that we thought we were getting from red meat. Possibly could have been. um, I believe it. And, uh, yeah, I haven't had stomach issues since then. Only when I eat uh, red meat or dairy products now, mm-hmm. recently. Um, and I just believe it's my body's trying to break it down. And it, it, it just takes longer. Um, so that stomach pro- pain problems, issues, last a couple of days. 
So that's the way I want to kind of stay away from it as much as possible. Unless yeah. I'm absolutely craving it. I don't believe in completely restricting yourself from something if you want it. So if mm-hmm. you want it, have it. Yeah. If you don't want it, then don't have it. But I'm um, getting a little bit off topic. When we were preparing for this this uh, trip uh, to Cancun, we were plant-based. But most of our protein was coming from legumes. Mm. And so a lot of garbanzos and chickpeas. Oh, you were bloated. A lot of uh, black beans, <laughs> pinto beans. Bloated. Uh, lentils, frijoles. Frijoles. Um, as you know, we, we live in a Mexican household, so frijoles are uh, beans are, are very common. See, si. Man, I had gas, bloating, and my stomach hurt for fucking six months, man. Yeah, well, you got to think about what you have to do. To actually break that down, you got to denature that food. Yeah, I mean, we were soaking it for hours yeah. and then boiling them and still, man. But I, the way I see it is, I just, it wasn't made for me. If it, Otherwise, it wouldn't be making me feel bad. It'd be a lot easier to get to it. So, talking about protein, I'm not, we're not eating a lot of protein yet. We're gaining muscle, we're getting leaner, mm-hmm. we have energy, we're getting stronger. Uh, well, you gotta, you gotta define what protein so is. So what is protein? Okay. Protein is like a cash. No, I, I'll give, I'll give cash. it a cash. I like cash. It, you like cash? I like cash. Okay. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I'll say it like this. Protein is a gift. It's a gift. Protein is a gift. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Protein is a, is a box. And the contents inside are the actual gift. They hold all the value. Okay. So when when you receive a, a boxed gift, you open it up, you take the contents out, you throw the box away. Okay. What's inside is what you want. Those are amino acids. Amino acids. Right. And are amino acids available in fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds? Amino acids only come from fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds, at least as a primary source. Okay. We get amino acids in the form of already organized. Eat a protein is an organization of twenty amino acids. Yes. Each protein has a different uh, profile of amino acids. Of course. So, those amino acids turn to proteins in our body. Formed structures are proteins. So your hair, your skin, your muscle, your nail, your eyeballs. These are proteins. So when we are eating animal food, we are taking their hair, their skin, their muscle, their bones, and we are eating it to consume protein as a secondary source. But before we can actually utilize that protein, I mean, well, the amino acids available in it, we have to break down their hair, their skin, their muscle, their nails, whatever it is that we're eating, and then extract the amino acids and get rid of the waste. And aren't animal products, animal proteins, most of the they're mostly waste if i'm not mistaken right well yeah you from animal meat you'll eat let's say you eat a steak you'll get about 40 percent of usable nutrients from that and the rest of your your body guys get rid of it also the thing about animal proteins you have to have a liver to create cholesterol so they tend to be higher in cholesterol mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables nuts and seeds are virtually cholesterol free cholesterol unless they're processed like seed oils and Mm -hmm. nut oils and stuff like that even your saturated fats that come from plants which are very few really like coconut that's about it virtually cholesterol cholesterol free free. so 
it's safe to say. I mean, I know in, in the scientific realm of things, you've done studies and you've seen people improve metabolic disease on plant-based diets. Oh, absolutely. That's really the the go-to intervention. At least if you're going to go see a registered dietitian, typically that is what they will recommend and prescribe. They'll put you on some type of plant-based diet or they'll step you back. They'll regress what it is that you are eating. Um, that, that's the way to handle it. You know, you got to cut down on inflammation in the body, things that are narrowing blood vessels, a lot of the, the plaque buildup that is coming from eating these cholesterol foods, these fatty foods, they get lodged in the blood vessels and they, they narrow the diameter that the, the blood has to flow through um, and that creates heart issues, congestive yeah. heart failure. Yeah, your heart which, has to work harder to make do the same job, right? Yeah. So if you don't know what high blood pressure is, uh, in my understanding of it is, is um, so think about a, uh, yourself, your heart as a car, mm-hmm. an engine of a car. Okay. Your body's the car. Break down that anatomy. Yeah. If you have, have you ever driven a, a stick shift car? I've ridden one with you, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Okay. So you have to shift gears once the tachometer gets to a certain number. Okay. Otherwise, you're gonna blow your engine. So right, you're get, imagine driving on the freeway in second gear in a six-speed vehicle. You gotta explain what, what so that So you're in first means. gear, you go and you got to shift, right? Yeah. Imagine going 60 miles an hour when you should be in in fifth gear, sixth gear, but you're in second gear. You're work, you're making your engine work twice as hard oh. rather than just up shifting and just having right. a cruise. Right, because the you're, heart has to deliver oxygenated blood to all the tissues is working entirely too hard your heart just going rather than going same thing you know that's my understanding of high blood pressure right so you should get you a asmr profile with all those now noises man oh we'll do it together we'll do it together so getting off topic again but it's necessary all right animal protein is not as bioavailable as the amino acid profiles in fruits and vegetables. And that's really the most important thing to understand because getting your protein from animal sources does make it organizing those amino profiles very easily. Yes. But the the best sources to get would be get the amino acids directly from where they come from and then let your body organize them relative to what it needs. So is protein a myth? Protein is misunderstood. Misunderstood. Protein is a, um, it's a yield. It's a final product. Um, So our bodies create saturated fats. We don't need to consume it. Our body creates protein. We don't need to consume it. Body creates cholesterol. We don't need to consume it. We don't need to consume it. If you do, the body is intelligent enough to, to break it down and use it, your body can take a piece of carpet and turn it into something, which is why pl- living a, a plant-based diet uh, or having a plant-based diet in a place where there is abundant access to um, to fruits, veggies, seeds, nuts is sustainable long, long term. term. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, but if you were living in a place where there is no fresh vegetation and you had to hunt more, you because more it's cold, your basal metabolic rate would be higher. 
you trying know to keep I mean? warm you need that extra fat you'd burn so much more energy mm-hmm. um, and in order to get your food you'd have a much higher metabolic output so um, with all those things with all those things being considered breaking down the fat or utilizing the fat um, and breaking down the the energy necessary to break down the protein into amino acids would be better organized the the, the body makes no mistakes. The earth makes no mistakes. We are, we are a specialized cells on, in the celestial body that is the earth the same way we have specialized cells within our body. So, yes, it is it's abundantly sustainable long-term to be on a plant-based diet, but there is no good or bad food. It is all relative. When you understand your reference point, you understand how to be fluid. You understand how to move like water and be adaptable. But if you are stuck simply because the norm in society says to eat this much, then you have forfeited your right to be a primary observer of this world. We all have uh, the authority to make our own decisions, and we all are entitled to feel however we want. Right. If you want to feel good and, and have a long, sustainable life, I believe mostly plant-based is the way to go. Now, if you're an active person, I don't see anything wrong with enjoying a steak or enjoying some eggs, enjoying some chicken, enjoying some turkey, having some tacos. There's nothing wrong with it. So give us, give our viewers a, give us a nice template. Of if you like those things, what is a nice split? How to do it? Show some balance. So, for example, once I get myself to homeostasis, um, what I envision myself doing is giving myself a free meal, whatever I want once a week mm-hmm. i think that is sustainable that way you're, you're not restricting yourself mentally you're you're not gonna be you uh what am i thinking uh mentally you're gonna you're gonna be okay it gives you maybe something to look forward to mm-hmm. um something to work towards how i see it if you work out five six days a week you've earned that free meal and your body's going to burn through it as long as you get right back on track on mm. your plant-based diet because your body wants to feel light. Your body wants to wants to get the extra BS out of you. Right. So it's going to push the waste out. You might feel a little crappy and then you c- you have the authority to make the decision on whether to continue that or not, right? You want to know what my rule of thumb is? What's your rule of thumb? Um, everything in the body has to leave the body. At some point as a solid, a liquid, or a gas. And because those fattier foods, the ones with higher waste, they have to break, the things that, that makes waste smell are the gases that come off of it as it breaks down. Uh, those gases inside the abdominal, inside the GI tract, but that's housed by the abdominal cavity, it expands the abdominal cavity, it's really uncomfortable for me. Um, so if, if my abdominal muscles as they are layered, are not strong enough to contain the expansion of gases because the muscles are resilient coming in from outside in, but they're not very strong from from inside out. Coming out, no. So if those gases are expanding me to the point where I no longer have um, stability in my spine, you know, I can't keep my pelvis neutral if it starts doing an anterior pelvic tilt because my bladder is too heavy, then I can't have it. I can't have it. Well, it's uncomfortable, and that actually creates a lot of back problems. It creates those perturbations, which prevent you from being able to contract your core, create that real stability. Mm -hmm. It's creating that superficial stability, which will in turn lead to health problems Mm -hmm. long term, which makes 
a animal-based protein diet not sustainable uh, i agree at least with within with without any type of reference point of how you're going to do it and why you're going to do it be a conscious eater i think is a an important theme for this particular episode extremely be a conscious eater you need to choose wisely the education is out the the information is out there educate yourself establish a reference point who you are why you are if you need help reach out send us a direct message yeah comment on one of our posts ask questions the more questions you ask the more information we could put out guys. yeah for sure if we, you have questions comment on our posts comment on our episodes and we'll tailor our next episodes to you guys because we want to put out true real positive impactful. information and we want to impact society and make being healthy normal that's a, I, I agree with that one fair fair enough all right man episode number two donezo let's do it again coming out the next episode comes out on the 30th guys we'll see you then see you then